Hello, friends, and welcome back to the On the Rise Richmond podcast. I am your host, Kayan, and I just wanted to pop in here today and just bring a few words on the topic of mental health. I don't want this to come off as super trendy, but I think with everything going on with the Olympics right now, we have to take some serious notes from Simone Biles. I don't doubt that you guys have already seen the news and what's going on and and kind of coming up with what's going on with her in the Olympics and how she's chosen to take a step back from two of the events. Now, we don't know if she's going to be hopping into the other events for the final trials. We're still waiting to see. But anyways, I I just wanted to touch upon the topic of mental health because I just don't think that it's really talked about enough. And if it is talked about, it's sort of got something else attached to it. And so I think there's really never an easy time to prioritize mental health. I mean, people talk about, you know, um, self-care and, you know, I've talked about self-care in the past. And, and of course, I think it's a very important topic. However, I think it's built up to be this thing that's sort of just like we check the box and we call it self-care and we call it mental health and we don't really sink in deep into realizing what mental health really is and and what it is for us in particular, us specifically individually, because mental health is not going to mean the same thing to you that it means to me, that it means to my mom, that it means to your cousin, right? It's going to mean a little bit something different for everybody based upon where we come from and the circumstances that we were born into and how we were brought up. And we've all got these things that we need to overcome. And, you know, going back to Simone Biles, right, she's at the height of her career. And as you can imagine, is under immense pressure. I mean, the entire world quite literally is watching her. And rather than waiting until it's too late, she decided that she needed to take a step back. She knew she needed to do that. And I think that we all need to follow suit. So if you've ever felt like you desperately need a break, just, you know, a you day, and you start to backtrack with thoughts like, you know, I can't take, I can't take a me day, you know, like, oh, that must be nice. It must be nice for all those people that can take time off and focus on themselves. But what are they going to think of me at work? If I, you know, take a day off, if I take a couple of days off, are gonna, they going to think I'm crazy or they're going to be rumors that start to go around. Are they going to think that I'm not good enough? Are they going to think that, you know, I can't do it, that I'm this weak person, that I wasn't the right person for the project? Are they going to pick someone else? Are they going to cast me off to the wolves? Am I going to miss my promotion because I take a mental health day? And that's just, it's a completely valid thought process to have, because I know it's a thought process that so many of us have. It's very, very normal. But it's sad that we even have to question whether or not we have to compromise our mental health for our livelihood. That's just absolutely insane to me. You know, I think that we need to flip the script because we don't take time the time that we know that we need for ourselves, we instead compromise our abilities to show up as our most authentic selves and our most capable highest selves. You know, no one gets the best of you when your mental health is compromised. Literally no one. And unfortunately, you are the one that paid the price. Your body pays the price. Your livelihood pays the price. Because when you don't listen to your body and, and tune in and you know, just sort of sit with those feelings of overwhelm and give yourself the time and the space that you need to process 
those feelings and those emotions and those thoughts, later on down the road, all of it is just going to come out at, at once. You know, I, for me, a little bit of backstory about me, you know, I grew up as a child of divorce and my coping mechanisms were basically to put on this facade of the perfect student of the person that would show up and do everything for everyone and never show any emotion and just sort of act stone faced all the time. And it royally came back to bite me in the ass because as I started getting older, I didn't know how to process emotion. I didn't even really know how to feel certain emotions. All I ever really felt was anger and resentment because I had never allowed myself to experience other emotions. And so everything that I was feeling came out as anger, came out as frustration, excuse me, frustration came out as overwhelm. And in turn, I just sort of started to numb all these other emotions. And I really had to sort of dig deep the older that I got and figure out how to feel sad, how to feel disappointed, how to feel upset and discouraged and, and, you know, kind of lean into that fear. But on the flip side, because I wasn't allowing myself to feel those you know, I don't want to name them negative emotions, but those less than pleasant emotions, I also wasn't giving myself the gift of being able to show up and feel joy in its truest and most honest and raw form either. And so I would sort of question myself, you know, okay, I think I'm having a moment where I feel joyful. And then I would sort of start backpedaling and be like, okay, well, you know, when's this going to go away? Who's going to take it away from me? Like what's lurking around the corner because nothing ever stays good for very long. And it just became something that I really had to learn to lean into as I grew older. And I mean, I'll tell you guys, like, I had so many experiences where, you know, my anger because it went undealt with and unidentified and I didn't dig to the root of why I was experiencing these things, it started coming out in other ways in my life. And people would, you know, look at me as this cold, hard, you know, I mean, I guess bitch for lack of a better word for so many years because I had been felt slighted and I just felt so resentful of the fact that I felt like I couldn't show up as my true authentic self, that that part of my personality started coming through to other people. And of course, that wasn't the part of me that I wanted to portray to other people. That wasn't the part of me that I wanted other people to see. But when we give off that energy, it's not attractive. It's it's very repelling to people. And you know, they don't want to necessarily be around you when they feel like you're a bomb ready to go off at any given moment. And so, you know, I, just going back to like, you have to take that time for yourself because if you don't, your body and your mind will find a way to force you into taking a break, whether you want it or not. And when you don't schedule that time for yourself, you better believe that when your body and your mind do give up and implode, it's not going to be at a convenient time. And rather than just taking a mental health day, you know, once a month, once every couple of months or a couple of days here and there, you're going to be forced to take, you know, a couple of weeks. I mean, goodness, maybe a month off if you just don't 
deal with and own your own shit and acknowledge that you need to create this time and this space for yourself. And it's going to be a heck of a lot more inconvenient down the road when it's completely out of your hands and you've lost 100% of control. So take that time for yourself, schedule it in, even if it's just journaling for a few minutes a night and and just writing your emotions down on a page and, and letting them, you know, just sort of sit there while, while you can process writing was always something for me. It's one of the biggest reasons that I started a blog was not just to, you know, connect and serve, but, you know, quite honestly, really a a raw and therapeutic form of self-love for me to be able to express myself so that, you know, if I'm sort of, and not necessarily that I put, of course, my whole journal and all my thoughts out there for the entire world to see, but when I have that stuff down on paper and I'm in a certain headspace, one, I'm getting it out of my body because, you know, emotion is just energy in motion and it needs to move and it needs to be processed. And anytime we feel stuck, it's literally because there's something blocked in our body. There's energy that that needs to get out and it's trying to get out. And when we push it back down, it's just not safe or conducive for, for any type of growth uh, or well-being. And so, you know, I write it down and I'll come back to it to the next day you know, possibly in a better, better space to be able to understand where I was coming from and kind of learn a lesson and say, okay, well, I, you know, I dealt with that situation this way and it maybe wasn't the best way to handle that situation. So I've got some more clarity now. So I'm going to, you know, whether you have to rectify or remedy the situation or just take that lesson and apply it to a new situation and a new day moving forward, whatever you have to do, it just gives you a a new fresh perspective. So anyways, we, we need to stop pushing ourselves to the point of shutdown and wonder why we have such a hard time getting back up. You know, you, you can't beat a, a dead horse. You really can't. And I know that's morbid, but we have to understand that if we aren't proactive with our mental, emotional, and physical health, our bodies eventually will force us to take a break and it will not be in the way we want. And it certainly won't be convenient. So make space for yourself, make time for yourself, take a step back when you need to. And even if it's only for a brief time, just to breathe and check in with yourself and see what you're feeling. If Simone can do that at the freaking World Olympics, so can you. So again, I just wanted to pop on here real quick because I felt like I just had to sort of touch upon this topic. And again, not for the sake of, you know, being trendy. I think it's absurd that, you know, there are people out there in the world that are trying to turn the topic of mental health into this like trendy thing. It's something that just needs to be made normal. And we need to start putting these implementations into our routine so that we can show up as better people. Because like I said, if you're compromising yourself to, you know, put this mask on for the world that you're okay when you're really not, you're not serving anybody. You're not serving yourself and you're not able to go out and do the job that you are capable of doing. You have so many gifts to offer the world. And when you stifle all that, because you're not dealing with past hurts or past dramas, use that mess as your message, because I can guarantee you that you are going to help so many more people when you speak to what's going on with you. You know, Take that time to process it. I'm not telling you that you have to go out and project your wounds that are still open to the rest of the world, like, please take time to process them. Because if you're not through it yet, you know, it's going to be harder for you to show up and not fall apart. Like, definitely deal with whatever it is that you've got going on, get the help and seek the support that you need. 
but eventually you're going to be able to, like I said, use your mess as your message and use those experiences that you've overcome to help other people overcome them as well. So please take that time for yourself. Leave that space for yourself. Sit with your feelings. Breathe into it. Be okay with facing them instead of pushing them down. Take that time. We, we all just need to get in the habit of, of doing those small check-ins with ourselves to make sure that we're okay asking the questions you know how am I feeling today how am I showing up for myself today how am I showing up for other people today and am I doing more for other people than I'm willing to do for myself and if the answer is yes then figure out how you can do just as much for yourself as you can do for other people because eventually you're going to be burning the candle at both ends and again that's not helping anyone so I hope this was helpful for you guys. If you have any, you know, questions or comments, anything that you'd like to share with me on the topic of mental health, if you'd like to share a story, if there's something that you found that's really, really helped you with your mental health, how to check in, how to show up better, please share that. And I would love to pass it, pass it on and pay it forward to the rest of our listeners here. And I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. I know we're kind of halfway through it's, it's Wednesday here, Wednesday evening. So we're, we're halfway through the week. Um, and I will check in with you guys soon. So until next time, have a great week guys.